Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so pumped. You are here with us. As you know, Abercrombie is having that baby. Here we are. It's December, people. This is not the December you likely signed up for. I fully understand that. I fully understand that instead of Christmas dinner being this gorgeous ham or steak, some string cheese and Cheetos might be in order for Christmas Day. You want to know what I was thinking, Susie? Susie is our guest for today. Hello, hello. Susie, say hello to the people, Susie. Susie, what are you having for Christmas dinner? Oh my goodness. I have not even thought that far ahead. I mean, it's not that far away, but I, I think like the day ahead, and I guess that's not good. I guess I should menu plan a little. What are you having? Maybe I'll just copy what you're doing. I Okay, so I saw this really amazing book about homemade dumplings and the different kind of dumplings you can make. So I was like, what if we did dumplings? Like just a dumpling bar. Look at you. Because here's the thing. It's also a craft. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I am totally stealing that idea. Oh my goodness. For real. Okay. We. All right. um, Before further ado, Susie, tell the good people who you are. Okay. Yes. Let's start at the basics, right? Okay. So this is how I usually introduce myself. If I'm speaking somewhere, uh, people are kind of confused by my last name because they see an Asian face and they (laughs) don't get the gamas they maybe they're thinking i'm filipina i don't know but this is this is who i am i am canadian by birth i'm korean by heritage i'm mexican by marriage thus the gamas and i'm american by immigration i'm actually a newly minted u.s citizen and i hey. voted for the very first time wow yep welcome and, and to the course, family this big dysfunctional citizen. family welcome yes, yes. Oh, that, that, thank you for sharing that. That is so exciting. When did you um, finish up citizenship? So I had a really long journey. I've actually been in the U.S. for almost 20 years now. And so I had this long, I actually got deported at one point. Um, I didn't have to leave the country. I was actually told to, but it's a long story. Um, It was just, it was a clerical error. Oh, wow. So we could go into a big, deep conversation about, you know, the whole, like, do it the right way, do it the legal way. And I did everything the right way. It was a mistake on their part. They sent me a big old intimidating package that said I had 10 days to leave the country. But anyways, there was a legal case that got one, and then I got my green card, and 10 years later, I got my citizenship, two months before the election. Oh, my goodness, Susie. Wow. Um, I am... Also, uh, have struggled with the immigration system. When I tried to change my name to my married name, mm. they tried to convince me I wasn't a U.S. citizen, and I was like, "Hey, here's my paperwork. Come on, wow. come on! Like, wow. I'm here. Like, how am I? Don't you have a number in the system or something? Can't you?" And I'm like, "Where's your manager? I totally played mm-hmm. that. Where's your manager card?" At, oh, my. this was mm-hmm. in person at Social Security. Yeah. Because um, they're like, we, you know, you're not a citizen. You can't just be change your name like that, and you, wow. you're not, you can't claim you as it. I'm like, I'm a U.S. citizen. They're like, we'll prove it. I'm like, literally, the papers in your hand should prove that I'm a U.S. citizen. Oh my goodness. Anyway, no. it was a. I'm yeah, so I sorry. Actually, I didn't change my married name. Now that I say that, for I think nine to ten months, changed my married name right huh. after I got married because they they were yeah, it was paperwork. It was a it was a mistake on their end. Very, it's not fun. 
It's not funny. Yours was obviously much, much more serious. You were faced with deportation. That's a whole right. different thing. I did mine right away. Like the day after our honeymoon, I got started on the paperwork because I was like, I'm really? not messing around with this. Yes. Uh. Oh, it was a. Uh, it was. It was crazy having to navigate that all again with adoption. Mm. Um, and it's, we're still not through it. We're still not wow. over it. It's so. I don't know that there's been anything more stressful than wow. trying to apply for citizenship in wow. just in my life and then now in my son's life. So I hear you, girl. Yeah. It's no joke. Tiffany. It's no joke. Okay. I was just saying that my favorite part of these podcasts is for the first like 10 minutes, I love just listening to you and Ashley just banter back and forth. You are so gifted at just playing off of each other. And I, like I cackle out loud while I've got my <laughs> earbuds in. Like my kids are like, what are you doing? I'm cooking and I'm just laughing out loud listening to you guys. And then we went serious right away. We, we talked about no. immigration. <laughs> <laughs> we went straight to the social security office. Right. Hey, real talk though. I took a friend with me. And she got hit up by this very fine man, but she was married already. And I don't think she realized he was hitting on her at the social security office. And she's like, why why is that man asking me such personal questions? (laughs) She thought it was part of the process. (laughs) Now it's weird, honey. I have to go on this date now. I didn't know that was part of the process. Yeah. No, it is definitely part. No, I'm joking. No, I'm trying to remember what what he asked. No, I think it was a comment. He said something like, "Oh, girl, you're wearing that dress, or you're wearing that coat, or you're wearing those shoes." And she's and like, she "Wait, didn't what? Get it. Yes, I'm. I am wearing these shoes. Wait, what? Why are you? Why are you talking to me? What's going on here?" I'm like, "He like you. He like you." Right, anyway, right. Anyway, thank goodness you were there. Uh, Susie, tell the good people where you live. So I live in Long Beach. I used to live in South Central LA, and that used to always be a talking point because people are like, even you know, even when I was walking around in my own neighborhood. There would be police officers that would stop and be like, are you, do you, where, why are you here? And because oh, wow. I lived in a mostly black and brown neighborhood. Again, we're getting all serious again. I know. <laughs> but I, yeah, I lived in South Central 14 years. I love, love, loved it. Um, I know people think it's a scary place, but really it's, it's, it's beautiful. There's so much richness. There's, ah, I love it and I miss it. But now we live in Long Beach, which I also love. Uh, but we moved here about four years ago. So I'm a SoCal girl now, even though I'm originally from Canada. Oh, where in Canada are you from? Vancouver. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah, many times. I'm in the Seattle area. Many, oh, many right, times. right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And you're a foodie, so. Oh, yeah, Vancouver is bomb dig. To feel like you're in this cosmopolitan city that feels almost European, but I'm still like three and a half hours away from my house. It's kind of mm. nice. It's kind of And nice. there's a ton of Asian people. Yeah, So the is. Chinese food, the Japanese food, the Indian food, it's all really, really good over there. Yeah, I think it was such a shock to the system going, <laughs> going to Vancouver, and I'm like, wow, this is like – the international market. Like, where right. have you been all my life, people? Right. What? It's oh. just two hours north of you, too. It's a whole, I mean, it is a whole it's different country, far. but. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's it's beautiful. I love it. I'm a big, big fan. You know, it's so funny. Again, very, you know, similar mountain ranges, of course, because we're right here. Like, I, I see those same mountains. I enjoy that same climate. But when Love It or List at Vancouver <laughs> launched, I was like oh all goodness. in love with Canada all over again. I watched it during maternity leave, and I'm like, I have peaked. This is the best part of life. Sitting here with a newborn, <laughs> someone brought me sushi, and I'm watching Love It or List It. And by oh the way, goodness. you know that girl who hosts it? Gosh, what's her name? Oh my goodness, she's super uh, famous. I, I haven't watched she, it forever. Oh, she's on the. She was on The Bachelor. You know what's so funny? People who are listening are like they're they're shouting her name right now, and I can't Kate, hear it. Is it Caitlin? That's the only girl I know. No, from the Bachelor. come on, oh. we got this. 
something Harris. Something Harris. Oh, I'm this is sorry. ridiculous. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. Okay, so it. this girl, you guys, I know you're shouting at me right now. I know you're shouting this girl who was on The Bachelor who now hosts Love It or List It. <laughs> oh, that's bad. But anyway, I I had no idea that that's how she became a woman of fame. A well-known oh. woman was because she was so on she, The Bachelor. I just knew her from Love It or List oh. It. Okay, so she was on she was on Love It or List It after The Bachelor. Yes. Okay. Yes, Actually, indeed. Yeah, I didn't know this. You know Vancouver trivia better than I do now. I mean, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. I will say though, I know the housing market in Vancouver is right. Is crazy. You have to be crazy. a billionaire to yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to live either in a studio or be a billionaire. Oof, oofta. Jillian but Harris. You know, Her name is Jillian. Okay, you were looking Harris. it up. Yes, I was. <laughs> Because I can't leave it out there like that. People don't need okay. that. They need closure in their lives. We have so much we cannot count on. We need a few things we can. Okay. Shout out to Artie Sicaria, though. Do you know who she is? She no. won. Okay. She's on the Food <gasps> Network. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She was on Jen Hatmaker's podcast. Artie, Artie Party. Party with Artie. Artie. Yes. And she, we watched that season of the Food Network during our honeymoon. So we just binge watched <laughs> the Food Network. And I feel so connected to her now. And I'm actually friends with her on Instagram now. And I, she's an amazing, she's an amazing woman of faith too. So I, yeah, I feel like extra special connected to her um, just because she was part of our honeymoon story. She was, she's a big deal. She is. She's a real big deal. She She is one fabulous person. Yes. Selena Gomez has this Thanksgiving thing going on and she's like a host with her on it for. Oh, on HBO? I feel like I saw an ad for this. Okay. What is with HBO becoming the new thing? Okay. HBO Max. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to get HBO Max. Wow. You do. You do. It's, everything is on there. Okay. Everything. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. I, I, I watched that. I think, and I'm so glad that we're not recording this like with video because my face is puffy because I cried last <gasps> night at like midnight watching this because of the Uncle Phil segment. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, I don't even know if I could do it. Yeah. Uh, Anytime I'm in a new city, like, you know, when you're on a speak engagement and you're in Nebraska and you're in a Holiday Inn all by yourself. Uh-huh. I always go to like TV land or whatever. I, I can usually find Fresh Prince. Fresh almost. Prince, yeah. I mean, it's like my, like I almost, it's like Pavlov's dog. Like I know if I'm <laughs> going to check in the hotel, I'm like, oh, I'm about to watch Fresh Prince. Like, right. it's just, it right. just happens. Yeah. Every clip that they showed, I could remember the episode. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness, this is so much a part of my, my growing up. Like this is a part of my life story. So, um, okay, what else did you watch when you were growing up? Now I need to know. Fresh Prince, well, the what Fresh Prince for sure. I, I was one of those kids that watched TV like in an inordinate amount of time. Like okay, my mom okay. would call me. My parents owned a corner store, you know, Korean story. Um, and my mom would call me and she'd be like, hey, are you practicing piano? I'd just have the TV on mute and I'd straight up lie to her and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm practicing <laughs> right now. Um, but I'd go Your back mama working so hard and you right? at home watching Fresh Prince, right. Susie. Susie! I did not have a future in piano, so I was just (laughs) saving time. Um, I guess I had a future in talking about television shows, though, because I uh, used to watch Full House. I used to watch, there was that whole after school lineup. Like, okay, I'm throwing it back a little bit farther, but like Silver Spoons, Full House, um, Family Matters. uh, Family Matters, yes. Yeah, Fresh Prince was the best, though. It was my all time favorite. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. I think oh, of now watching that, like, so many of the jokes went right over my head. Yeah. And now I watch it. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. 
you know, I used to watch I, um, In Living Color when I was like way too young to be watching it and I was staying up way too late. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, why was I allowed to watch this at such a young age? <laughs> I guess my parents didn't know I was watching it, but oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, the only thing that was off limits for us was The Simpsons. Don't watch um, The Simpsons or you might burn in hell. Like, oh, don't do it. It's bad. Don't, don't do you it. Can watch, you, you can watch In Living Color, but you can watch The Simpsons? I wasn't into In Living Color. Um, oh, okay. But that was I, on later, What too. was another one that was really popular during that time? Growing Pains. Oh, yeah. Growing they're Pains. They're all, they're, you know, the, the um, Kurt Cameron and his sister, yeah. they're, like, super, like, vocal about their faith and stuff now, too. Yeah, so. yeah. And she's fit. Nobody's oh my fitter than Candace Cameron. Here's Nobody. Another, here's another connection story because I grew up in Vancouver. So her husband is the bro- her, her husband was also a professional hockey player. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Her husband was a huge deal in Vancouver. So Pavel Bure, if you grew up in Vancouver, he number ten. Everybody loved him. So I feel connected to her as well. That's weird. Yeah, because Americans are they just know her husband's this hockey player, but Canadians right. probably are like, whoa. He married right. the girl from Full House. And it was Pavel Bure in, in Canada, but she's Candace Cameron Bure. So it sounds a little <gasps> more French or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always think Candace Cameron Bure. Totally. Right, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It's like in, yeah, in she's LA. aged well. She's aged well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Life she's has been good too. to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, I mean, when you look on her Instagram and you see how much she's working out, you're like, that mm-hmm. is not the life I want. <laughs> like, I can't live like that. <laughs> That's, that's a, I'm exhausted. I'm it's it's I'm exhausted. Right. Like I had a good workout watching her workout. Yes, totally. I'm like I'm sweating. I'm sweating. This should count towards <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, did you watch the reboot? Did you watch the reboot of Full House? I didn't. I didn't. Um, I you know, you know what? I I actually think I did watch one episode. I I was a huge New Kids on the Block fan too when I was younger. Oh. So I think I watched like a clip of the throwback episode when they when they had I think they came back on the show. That's the only one I watched. I actually went to a New Kids concert a, a few years ago. They were with Boys to Men. Was it um, everything you ever wanted? You know what? She came on stage, so it was like they brought all of your childhood back because <gasps> what? she was in the audience, I guess. So they pulled her up on stage, and so it was Paula Abdul, Boys oh to my Men. Goodness. And, no. Yeah, and Nuggets on the Block. So it was everything that, you know, all the nostalgia that you needed. Oh, boys to men especially. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, I wow. moved on from NKOTB to boys to men, and I, I grew up. Rightly so. Yeah. Rightly yeah. so. I just want to celebrate that because that is worth celebrating. Mm. You know what? Okay, who else? if I could do a throwback, who would I want to go see? I mean, I was that girl, like NSYNC. Oh. I know. That was a little after. I I won't ask you how old you are, but I feel like I'm a little older than you. Maybe just a few years. Maybe (laughs) just a few years. (laughs) But here's the thing. I I would say I started listening to like Biggie and Tupac in like Mm. fourth grade in the middle of like rural America. So (laughs) um, I was I want to see her alive. (laughs) What? Right. I I was a huge Tupac fan. I I mean, Tupac was a part of my story. About why I came to L.A. Oh, I, I, stop. I love it. I, I love went it. to L.A. to pursue ministry. But for real, Tupac and his love for like the way that he repped L.A. was oh. a part of my, my the fostering of my love for L.A. So much pride. You know, Abercrombie's going to be so proud that we're talking about yeah. Tupac and Biggie. I mean, I'm going to get gold stars. Hey, I got engaged at Matador Beach. And part of the story is because apparently Tupac's ashes were spread at Matador <laughs> Beach in Malibu. Susie. Right. So 
Hey, if you ever want to check to see if I'm a fan, there's my oh. there's my cred right there. Oh my gosh, that's too good. Okay, <laughs> when I got engaged, um, I was really hoping he wouldn't propose because it wasn't a cool enough environment. <laughs> oh no. I, I literally was like, I don't think we should do this. It was like, <clears throat> oh, you know, 31 degrees. We were oh. at someone else's wedding. We had just gone to someone no. else's wedding. We oh. had Arby's for dinner. I didn't okay, want no, that no. to so be part it wasn't, of my night. It wasn't at the wedding. It was after the wedding? Yes, praise okay. God. No, okay. we have enough self-awareness not to propose at someone else's wedding. Right. But um, okay. we, as if I was a part of that, which I clearly couldn't stop it. So we, we go to someone else's wedding. We had had a fight that day. So I was like, I don't really want this to be the day because we kind of fought all day. We're very high communicators. We communicate everything. Um, it, has been a, it has been a high point in our marriage. So for that to go south... He was, he was very shifty when I was like, hey, because we, we picked out the ring together and everything. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, did you pick that ring up today? He's like, oh, it's not going to be done until Monday. I was like, you just told me a couple hours ago it'd be done today. Right. And he's trying to play a thousand ones right. on Barbados. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, well, I feel like that's not what we were told, like what's going on. That wasn't he the did plan. not let this man have any mystery. <laughs> Oh, it's so uh, bad. Oh, I'm so bad. I feel I feel awful even telling this. But a lot you know of people, no, Truth a lot teller. of people fight. A lot of people fight right before they get engaged because the woman is like, okay, is it going to happen now? Is it going to happen now? How, okay, how come it hasn't yeah. happened yet? See, see, that's right. what I'm talking about, Susie, yeah. is because I thought to myself, oh, is it like, is this going to be everything I ever hoped for? Let's make mm. sure it's going to be. Mm. <laughs> um and uh, so, again, please do not overlook the fact that we had Arby's two for five that <laughs> night for dinner. And I was like, I will not be proposed to on a night. I had Arby's dripping no. down my face on the way to someone else's wedding. This can be part of my story. Hey. But no. It, alas, no, it, it makes was. for a good story. It's a good love story. <laughs> Is it? Is it, Susie? It, I don't know. It's beautiful. Know. Okay. There's good parallels to marriage there, okay? There is, isn't there? It's just, it is what it is. You got to love it and you got to receive it and right. you got to, you, you can't make it something it's not. It's not um, always prime rib. No, it is not. And it definitely wasn't that night. It was roast beef, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we go go to the wedding and then afterward, he's like, hey, can we take the long way home down by the waterfront? I'm like, nope, I'm driving. <laughs> you don't know the city. I'm going to. You don't have the ring yet. I don't want to be proposed to Mm. right now. And I knew, I'm like, oh, he he totally, the ring, I I was putting it all together in my head. I'm like, the ring was ready. He went and picked it up. He said he got stuck in traffic. Mm. He wasn't stuck in traffic. He was at the jeweler. You know, like I'm putting it all together. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't have this happen. This is just not, this is just not happening. And I just, I think it was like, ah. Even now I'm like, what was I so afraid of? Mm. And I, so we go down, we park, and th- it's absolute pitch black. This park is closed because you can't be there after dark, and it's on the waterfront. I'm like, we're going to get murdered out here. <laughs> so that's the, and he he said, do you want to get out? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not dumb. I know what's happening here. And I'm like, no, it's it's freezing. I don't have a coat. I'm wearing open toe shoes. We were just at a wedding. <laughs> Again, I had Arby's. This is not part of my story, you know? And he's like, let's get out. And I'm like, oh, I just oh gave my in. Gosh. I was like, this is happening. That's so funny. I was surprised. People hate me right now. People hate me. They're like, wow, she was about to get a diamond ring and wasn't going to receive that. No, they hate me. I get it, guys. I I hate me too for that moment. I, you know, I was, I was a youngin. I didn't, Mm. I I didn't, I didn't have my values. When I got married, um, I was 
21. No, no, no. He proposed and we got married in the same year before my birthday. So 22. I was 22. Wow, you were. You were babies. Oh, my Yeah, goodness. see, of course I was. Right. You had complaining this idea. about things that aren't worth complaining about. Right, now. right, right. Are what you kidding me? Now, if he went through the Chick fil A drive thru to get me fries, I'm like, you're the man of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I ever wanted see? in life. See, see, Arby's was just, it was a precursor of good things to come. It was. Mm. My love for trash, my love for garbage food. Awesome. It's <laughs> oh my, my love for trash. But no, I love what you just said. There's like survey material in here. You said, what was I so afraid of? And that, mm. that's just, it's a narrative for so much of our lives. Right? Mm. Okay, Susie, you and I are both married to men who are not the same as ethnicity as us. Mm-hmm. We, you're Korean, I'm Indian. Uh, what is something that you and I have learned along the way in marriage, mm-hmm. especially operating in majority evangelical culture. Oh my goodness. That second part made it through me a curveball, especially <laughs> Oh my goodness. So this is a topic that I love to talk about. And one thing that I've realized, like I even just did a panel discussion about this two days ago. And one thing that I realized is that um, just because you and I have been talking about it for a long time, it doesn't mean that some things that are obvious to us are obvious to every, everybody. Like wow, the idea good. of, you know, like even the, the whole colorblindness thing, like the yeah. fact that we have to keep saying colorblindness should not be the goal. Right. To me, it, it, at first it was shocking that I had to keep saying that and that, and, and that people were surprised by it. Because you, you keep hearing people say, um, oh, but I don't see color. Oh, I just, yeah. you know, I, oh, yeah. I don't even see your culture. And they don't recognize that that's not something that's, it doesn't make me feel good when you say that. No. You know, like I want you to see my Koreanness. I want you to yeah. celebrate the fact that God has made me as a Korean woman. And so I think in evangelical spaces, we love to celebrate diversity, but we just, we do it on a very superficial level. And then when you mm-hmm. say, I don't even see your color, it's kind of like, oh, so you don't even celebrate what makes us beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so in marriage, I think that uh, for Marcos and I, we were both, okay, so we both did our master's in intercultural studies at Fuller Seminary. Oh, so hey. we're both very aware of intercultural dynamics and yeah. we both love talking about it. And so I think the thing that we love to celebrate in our marriage, and now that we have four kids, uh, we talk a lot about our cultures. And, and, and I think that's the thing like, if I wish that people would know that um, talking about culture and talking about race uh, or ethnicity, even skin color, like these things are not um, are not bad things to talk about. Like we we love talking about these things. We love that God has made us this colorful family, and it's not something that it's something that I wish that people wouldn't shy away from so much. Mm, that's so good. So good. Yeah. Uh, thinking about that idea of colorblind, one of the things that always comes to mind for me is when someone says, oh, I'm colorblind, I don't see that. I'm like, this makes you feel good. It doesn't make me feel good. Mm. You feel good because I have assimilated enough to make you feel comfortable that you feel like you know me. Come on. Because I sound like you. Mm. I maybe like the things you like. We have some similar experiences, but maybe not all. Mm-hmm. It's you feel like you have a handle on what who I am. Therefore, you're colorblind because right. we're somewhat the same. And I think there's no benefit to the whole, like you said. There, that doesn't make me it, – it's not glorifying at all to, to either party mm-hmm. in a way that is helpful and right. in a way that moves the needle forward on understanding justice and equality. And so I think yes. that – I think especially in marriage, um, 
how we model that and have those conversations. And we're both raising, um, you know, children who are not white. My my oldest is adopted from Uganda. My youngest um, is mixed. My husband's white. Mm-hmm. And it just this um, this high value, this high value on, hey, this was a long journey for us to learn this. Mm-hmm. And for you, you literally went to school for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this beautiful journey. Like, here's our gift to you to celebrate this and own this. And, and this is how we operate in the world. We are aware of this. We are aware of our place in space, even if other people aren't. And we do not have to bend and contort to fit that majority culture. We can be ourselves. And I think, Susie, where it gets real crazy is in evangelical culture. Because I think, um, for me, I, I grew up in white spaces, especially in church. Mm-hmm. And I would bend and snap <laughs> yep. to make myself fit um, and be accepted in this uh, framework that wasn't really built for me, mm-hmm. but I so badly wanted to belong. Mm. Tiffany, that uh, that's so deep. Like for you and I, we grew up to, I mean, especially with where you grew up, but we grew up in a time and place where, uh, for, okay, one of the stories that I always tell is that I was, I think in like first grade, um, I was on the playground, I was swinging on the swings and there was this boy next to me, blonde haired, blue eyed. And he turns to me and he says, what are you? Are you Chinese or Japanese? And I said, oh, I'm neither. I'm Korean. And then he looked at me and said, no, you're not. There's no such thing. Oh. And then he oh, jumped no, off no. the swings and just What's walked away. Name? Right? What's the name? What's the name, Susie? Right? I'm going to find him on the Facebook. <laughs> right. I'm going to call his employer. I'm gonna, no, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> he better not be eating Korean barbecue <laughs> or listening to K-pop or yeah. looking at Korean dramas, any of that, right? But, no face masks, nothing. Right. You can't have any of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, no, I'm like... He did not yeah. even have a frame of reference for who yeah. my people were. And so yeah. now I'm looking at my kids and I'm like, wow, they are living in a time when people, when kids who do not understand what words they are saying are listening to like Blackpink and BTS and they're they're learning lyrics to these Korean songs. It blows my mind. That's got to feel so crazy. There's yeah. a whole K-beauty section in Target. Like these kind yep. of things, it makes me celebrate. But at the same time, I think sometimes I kind of lament the fact that like, wow, for me growing up, I, I either had to, um, I didn't necessarily hide my Koreanness, but um, no, sometimes I did. I, I, f- I feel like sometimes my Koreanness would make other people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. I would always go over to my friend's house after school. Like I wouldn't let them come to my house because my grandma would be cooking something that they had no idea. You know, it smelled delicious to me, but to them it was like, what does this smell? You know, right. or like she'd be drying like fish outside. <laughs> Um, and so so these are the things that like my kids are just growing up in such a different world and I love it but there's still a part of me where I think it triggers a little bit of fear like oh I I wonder how that's going to be received by other people like are they going to go through that phase where they don't like the shape of their eyes they wonder you know like just being different we live in Long Beach so there's a lot of kids who are like mixed and you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like I don't know how that conversation is even going to look for them like do people even ask that question like what are you (laughs) to each other anymore Um, but yeah, I think for my kids, I, th- I think I love that they can grow up, um, knowing that curiosity is, is a beautiful thing. Like we don't have to be afraid of like digging into each other's stories and, and, and what you talked about, like growing up in evangelical spaces, they don't necessarily have to change who they are. Well, I'm hoping that they won't feel like they have to change who they are to accommodate whiteness because right especially in Southern California, like it's not, I'm hoping that they're going to live in a future where we're not making whiteness the norm and, and yeah. they don't feel like they have to become more white to be right, you know? Right. Yeah. More right. More white to be right. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I think in so many ways, we've already had conversations with each of our children to help them, 
you know, find their space and their voice and feel comfortable in their skin and their facial features, especially, and in their hair. Mm. But I think um, for for all of you listening, I think there's just this invitation if you do have kids or in your own life, uh, it's not the job of the minority or in, in, and especially the children right. to be leading that conversation. Mm. Like we all can be celebrating cultures. It doesn't, you know, I think there there's this idea like we're at home, we're celebrating, we're yep. celebrating our interracial marriage, we're celebrating, you know, yep. love day as we call it. I'm sure you've mm, thought yep. of that too, you know, yep. the day that interracial marriage was legal mm-hmm. um, from this couple who really fought for it. Is it how cool? Is it the Lovings? Right? Loving, Loving. Yeah. yeah, I know their last name. That sounds made it's up, but that's good. crazy. It's yeah, too good. It's just like even if it wasn't Loving, I'm like, right? Did you change it to that? Is right. It, it's just so perfect. Anyway, mm. um, but we we celebrate that. I think that there's just mm. so much room to celebrate, and I think there's so much fear of like, oh, I don't know. Like you said, there's it's okay to be curious. Mm-hmm. May curiosity lead to celebration. Yeah. Yeah, lead Amen. to celebration of different cultures, different ethnicities, um, and and really addressing those stereotypes of yeah. whether it's uh, Indian women, South Asian mm-hmm. women, East Asian women, um, yeah. Latin women, Black women. Like address those stereotypes of what you think yeah. our marriage is, because you uh, th- there's no room for that. There's just no room for that. Mm, mm, mm. We're breaking categories anyway. You know, it's what we do. Yeah, it's yeah. what we do. Mm. <laughs> um, Susie, tell the good people a little bit more about where they can find you, a little bit more about your work. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a writer of books yet. Uh, yet, I'm looking, again, you and <laughs> you and Ashley, you're, you're killing it. You're all over the place, and I don't know how you do it with kids, and you still cook food. Like I hear you. No, guys I don't cook. <laughs> what? Why oh, did you right. think that? Your husband cooks, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, no, don't. hot dogs uh, and string cheese. That's about all I can do. <laughs> hey, um, but. I, yeah, right now I'm like, I'm on Instagram sometimes, you know, I'm Susie K. Gomez at, uh, on Instagram. And then I have a website that I update every once in a while, but you can see me speak there sometimes. And yeah, that's pretty, I mean, I'm yes. on Facebook. I, you're, you're a fun follow on Instagram and I'm going to have that all linked in the show notes, y'all. Oh, um, awesome. Go find Susie. She is, she's the friend that is the gift of December. Mm. She's coming at you. December 17th, here she is. Well, that's when this airs, so, or any day after that that you discover her. But Susie, thank you for sharing your heart and your wisdom and your wit and your kindness. Uh, It is so welcome here. It was a joy. Thank you. All right, Why the listeners, we will see you next week. And Mrs. Ashley Abercrombie will rejoin us and share all the good baby news. I cannot wait. Mm. I know you can't either, and it'll come at you Christmas Eve. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.